0: One. One. Fight! 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 What is going on, my ghost duels and non binary fools? Welcome back to and the weekly podcast. We're based on a monthly topic I or out about whatever I want. As always, I'm your host, Cameron.
1: Oh, is that my cue? Yes. Oh, hi, I'm Katie.
0: <laughs> Professionalism here, Caitlin. Professionalism.
1: Professionalism, my ass.
0: <laughs> anyway, since this month is obviously Halloween month, I figured this episode, I wanted to uh, kind of do something similar to the Halloween movie tier list that I did before, or that I did last week, and the one I was going to do with Caitlyn here, but she was working all night, so, you know, I wanted to respect her, respect her exhaustion, I suppose. And uh, I was this,
1: busy getting that bread.
0: Yeah. I, I'd wanted to do this episode talking about, you know, another... Not necessarily Halloween movies, but, you know, Halloween movies from, uh, from a creepy guy. That guy being Tim Burton.
1: The mad bastard genius himself.
0: Creepy in more ways than one, apparently.
1: Don't ruin Tim Burton for me. Don't do that. Have you
0: not heard about how much of an asshole he is?
1: Oh, yeah, I know he's a raging dick, but, like...
0: But, like, even then, with Tim Burton movies, it's like... I feel know, like
1: if you have to, if to be that brilliant, you kind of have to be an asshole a little bit, you know?
0: I mean, it's... Like I'm able, I'm one of those people that's able to separate the art from the artist, you know.
1: Uh, to a point, yes.
0: To a point, yeah. Because while you know Tim Burton's actions outside of filmmaking aren't really you know that great, you know his movies, whether he directed or produced them, they're you know they're really solid movies. And today I just wanted to go through pretty much all of them that he's done and kind of give our opinions <laughs> on them. I uh, kind of want to do it tier list style, but. I think this episode I want to do S A B C, and then do like a do N A for like haven't seen, because there are there are a few Tim Burton movies that I have not seen, and I don't know if you've seen all of them. But i they are just safe, you know, if we haven't seen them, just put them there, you know. So was I mean?
1: directed by Tim Burton. There's a good chance I've seen it.
0: Oh, uh, directed or produced. Because, yeah, there's a whole collection of movies I have here that were directed by him, and then a bunch of movies where he was, he didn't direct them, but he was, like, an executive producer on. Mm. So, I guess before I get into that, new episodes of this podcast come out every Saturday, so do all the things, do all the stuff, and let's talk about Tim Burton, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. So, I suppose I want to start with the produced list, because that's a lot shorter. Uh, What was that? Huh?
1: What you got on there? Six movies?
0: Yeah, there's like six on here. Damn. That he was like executive producer on. So first one, Nightmare Before Christmas. S. S tier. Definitely S tier. That movie people, is the goat. A lot of people forget that he did not direct Nightmare Before Christmas. That was Henry Selick. I think uh pretty other stuff Henry Selick did. Let me do a quick doodle search here. Henry Selick my balls. <laughs> Good one. So Henry Selick, not just *Number Before Christmas*, but he's also responsible for *Coraline*, *James and the Giant Peach*, *Monty Bone*. Uh, what else is on here? Show more, and a bunch of other stuff that I haven't seen. But like *Coraline*, *James and the Giant Peach* are ones that I'm a fan of too. But I suppose either way, didn't number-
1: Tim Burton direct those too?
0: No, he was producer. Or produced. No, Henry Selick was director on those.
1: Right, but he Tim Burton produced James and the Giant Peach and Coraline, right?
0: Yeah, because a lot there's a lot of movies with Henry Selick that he you know he worked with Henry Selick on.
1: Well, yeah, it's like Helena Bonham Carter; they work together all the time.
0: Yeah, and like him and Johnny Depp. Oh,
1: love Johnny Depp, and Helena Bonham Carter. Actually, as mm-hmm. long as we're on the subject,
0: I think they were married for a while. Yes, they were. Uh, next on this list, Cabin Boy. I'm gonna put it. I've in a, never heard of it. I, I was gonna say I'll put it in a, I haven't seen it. I should add that to my list because a lot of people say it's pretty decent. So definitely should add it to my list. Uh, next one, Batman Forever. What do you, what do you what do you think of it?
1: I didn't like Batman Forever. Really? Yeah, I did not care for it.
0: I love it.
1: It's not one of my favorite Batman movies. I'll be it's, honest. It's
0: still a good Batman movie. I don't. I just don't get everybody's hate on it. I just... I mean, it's... Like, out of the four that came out, it's the last one that Tim Burton had any involvement on.
1: Yeah, I know. And it showed that it was his last one.
0: I mean, I didn't think it was that bad. I loved Jim Carrey as the Riddler. I loved Tommy Lee Jones as Two-Face. I mean... I think Val Kilmer did a decent... Did a pretty decent Batman.
1: I like Val Kilmer. I loved Tommy Lee Jones as Two-Face. And I loved Jim Carrey as the Riddler. But that was the only reason I watched the movie.
0: I loved, uh, who's, uh, I forget who plays Alfred, but he's, he was in the first two as well. I think he's one of my, I forget the guy's name, but he's one of my favorite Alfreds. Yeah. (laughs) The one thing for Batman Forever, uh, I guess Alfred calls Bruce and he's, you know, tells him that Robin took the car Mm -hmm. and he was like, what, the Mustang, the, well, whatever. And Alfred's like, no, the other car. The other car. Basically, and it cuts to Robin basically stealing or dead Grayson. I suppose he straight up just took the Batmobile for a joyride, and he tried to pass himself off as Batman by beating up a you know a gang in the alley, and then Bruce actually shows, shows up as Batman. I forgot Chris
1: O'Donnell was Robin in that movie. Yeah,
0: Chris O'Donnell, and then he went on to do the the next one with George Michael Clooney. Goff. Michael Goff was, was Alfred. Alfred Pennyworth. He was it was it was amazing in that, I think. Chris O'Donnell, he was Robin in the in the one after that, too.
1: I love Chris O'Donnell. I love him. Chris O'Donnell, I love as um, G in NCIS. Yeah. In New, or- New Orleans? No.
0: Forget that.
1: You Whatever just, spinoff of NCIS.
0: You just forget that he once played the Boy Wonder?
1: Yeah. I forgot Nicole Kidman was in it, too. And Drew Barrymore.
0: Yeah, Drew Barrymore. She was one of the... Uh, One of the women in Two Faces' lair, I suppose. She was Sugar. I I did not know they had names. Or at least I forgot they had names.
1: I like how she has a name, but then Jessica Tuck is credited as female newscaster. Oh, but then we have teenage girl, girl on corner number one, socialite. (laughs) Girl on corner number three and four and two. How
0: much do you bet people put that on their resumes? Like, not to brag you or anything, but I was... Socialite number five in Batman Forever?
1: Well, Jim, Par- Jim Palmer was Harvey's thug number 15, so.
0: Jim Palmer, why should I know that name?
1: Um, I don't know that you necessarily would.
0: Or is that just, like, a guy?
1: He was in The Happy Time Murders, The Greatest Showman, Godzilla vs. Kong, Fifth Wave, The Tomorrow War, The People vs. Larry Flint, Last Man Standing with Bruce Willis.
0: So, movies I haven't seen.
1: Yeah, those aren't your kind of thing.
0: <laughs> uh, Greatest Showman I would definitely watch, but I probably wouldn't recognize him anyway. I don't even know what this guy is.
1: Unpopular opinion, Greatest Showman wasn't that
0: good. Even with Hugh but Jackman?
1: That might be because my manager was obsessed with it and played only the soundtrack for like 15 months.
0: I was going to say, I love work. the idea of Hugh Isn't it Hugh Jackman, uh, Zach Efron, Zendaya? Yes. I mean... I'm a I'm a huge you know fan of musicals, so I don't know. It's still on my my watch list on Disney Plus, but anyway, Batman Forever. I'll put it at A tier because it's definitely not the greatest Batman movie, but I still really love it.
1: NCIS Los Angeles. Okay, I knew it would come to me. That <laughs> was gonna bug me. Sorry.
0: But anyway, yeah, I put it at A. What did you What would you put it?
1: Uh, C, I guess. You
0: know what? Fair. Uh, next on this list, James and the Giant Peach a eh. definitely a that movie I,
1: scared the shit out of me when i was younger what part all of it the just centipede the th- first of all that centipede gave me nightmares for months
0: the centipede with the brooklyn accent
1: yeah like and the dumbass hat and then the the worm and just and the rhino like terrified me
0: i'm
1: pretty sure i'm pretty sure 90 percent of my childhood trauma comes from jameson's giant peach
0: I just, I loved James and the Giant Peach. I think, wasn't that a book by uh, Roald Dahl? Yeah. Same guy who did Charlie, or Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? Yes. But James and the Giant Peach, that, uh, uh what was I going to say? Oh, one thing, one fun fact that I know. Did you know, you remember the scene where the centipede guy goes under that water into like the pirate ship mm-hmm. and steals that clock, that compass thing mm-hmm. from the captain Did you notice that the head on that captain is just Jack Skellington? Yeah. (laughs) They just reused that for this movie.
1: Yeah, I rewatched that recently when my sister was older, and I was like, hey, wait a minute.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they straight up just reused the Jack Skellington head for that.
1: Yeah, because that was Maddie's favorite movie growing up.
0: But yeah, I definitely... Every
1: time we went to my dad's parents' house, we watched it.
0: I Definitely, yeah. A, for sure. Uh, Next one, nine. I... (sighs) Uh, I would put it at A because, well, to be fair, I'll put it at a B because I remember it being a good movie, but I also don't remember much of the movie.
1: So Nine, okay, I get that mixed up with another one. Was Nine the one with the little burlap sack guy?
0: Yes, I believe so.
1: Okay. Because there's another movie of a similar title that's like completely different
0: yeah this one nine, 2009 tim burton uh, elijah wood jennifer connelly because
1: elijah wood was nine wasn't he
0: yeah he was nine yeah but yeah it's the animated one it's the little set guys so
1: here's the thing the first time i saw the movie hated it
0: what did you hate about it
1: i did not understand it
0: didn't understand it's supposed to be like commentary
1: yeah, I had no idea what I was getting. I thought it was like a cutesy little movie. And then the second time I watched it, many years later, S. That movie is a masterpiece.
0: Like I said, I'll put it at a B because I do know it's a great movie, but I don't remember much of it. It's been a while since I've seen it. I'll have to rewatch it again.
1: Masterpiece.
0: Uh, next on, or I should say the last one on this list Alice Through the Looking Glass.
1: Oh my god, S.
0: So this is the sequel to the original, or the, re I don't know, can you call it a remake? Or can you it's call a, it a live action? I would action?
1: call it a live action remake. But it's the original, remake. quote unquote, original Alice in Wonderland so it's story. Sequel, it's
0: a sequel to Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. Yes. Uh, that, I just, yeah, I'll put it an S it's, too, because it's, you know, it's a good sequel and Tim Burton tends to stay true to the story.
1: Alice in Wonderland was the first adult novel that I read. Mm -hmm. And my mom gave me a copy of hers, and I fell in love with the story. But Tim Burton's rendition of it, I mean, I realize that Disney is supposed to be a little bit nicer and sunshiny and rainbows, but Tim Burton's version of Alice in Wonderland is almost the book to a T. I
0: was going to say, before that, Disney did a lot of, like, happy, you know, Tried to keep everything positive, and Tim Burton's like, "Nah, I'm doing this my way.
1: Well, because Alice in Wonderland is not a happy story. (laughs) It's not. It's a very dark, twisted tale.
0: It is. Yeah, definitely.
1: Still one of my favorites to this day.
0: You know, speaking of Alice in Wonderland and Twisted, you know what I miss? The Alice games.
1: I was just going to say.
0: Like the original Alice, uh, Alice Madness Returns, which...
1: Didn't they come out with a Through the Looking Glass sequel, too, or was that just the movies? No, because
0: it's... I guess technically it's a whole different thing, but it's more like a darker Alice in Wonderland thing. Like I played the shit out of Madness Returns. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, you remember? I, I had it when we first started living together.
1: Yeah, I watched you play it for hours
0: because it was it was a great game. And there's supposed to be another one that's going to come out, but I don't know the whole story on that.
1: I wanted it... to change my word sign to "Beware the Jabberwocky," but I didn't have enough letters to
0: "Beware the Jabberwocky." We're all mad here.
1: I had it as we're all mad here for a while. Mm-hmm. Now it just says, all hail the Pumpkin King.
0: All right, well, that's Honor it for, my, Jack, mine, that's up for my list on produced movies. Now, directed. the bigger list. The big list I got.
1: Jesus.
0: The list of movies that Tim Burton dire- or directed himself, or at least had some help. He was, like, main director on it. So, starting, this list is starting from like the earliest that I could find on Wikipedia to the latest, or at least the latest that Wikipedia had. So, starting off, Frankenweenie, 1984.
1: I have a theory about Frankenweenie, but I loved that movie.
0: Are you thinking that original or the one that came out
1: in 2012? No, the
0: 2012 remake. Oh, okay. I have that on here too, but... I did not know that, apparently, that originally came out in 1984 as well.
1: Oh yeah, Frankenweenie's an old ass movie.
0: Yeah, I totally did not know there was one that came out in 1984. I, I haven't seen that original one, so I'll put NA because I have not seen the original Frankenweenie. I forgot
1: we were listing these. A. A? I'm just going to throw out a disclaimer. Most of these movies, if I have seen them, are going to be A or S tier. Because no, I, I fucking love Tim Burton.
0: But yeah, I just... I'll put NA because, like I said, I've not seen the 1984 Frankenweenie. I don't even know if I can find it anywhere. Because I'm more familiar with the 2012 Frankie Weenie.
1: I saw the 1984 once or twice. I think my dad and I watched it. But I like I like the 2012
0: better. The better. Because yeah. the original wasn't animated. No,
1: it's a live action.
0: But uh, yeah, I'll put NA. Then A for you. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: All right. Next on here Pee Wee's Big Adventure.
1: Oh, I forgot about Pee-wee. Um, F. I hate (laughs) Pee-wee.
0: God, tell me how you really feel. I
1: hate Pee-wee. It's the secret word of the day! (laughs) I'm not going to come over there and punch you in the throat.
0: (laughs) You don't like Pee-wee, Herman?
1: No, I do not. It's stupid. It's annoying. It's obnoxious.
0: Well, you know what? I validate your opinion.
1: My dad dad used to do that stupid laugh all the time. Oh, the... (laughs) Yeah, but he did it so well that it like sounded exactly like him and I was like, Can you fucking not?
0: Uh fun fact with uh, Pee Wee Herman, or I guess the actual guy, Paul Rubens. You know, he was one of the kids in Nightmare Before Christmas. I believe Yes,
1: he was Barrel. Uh,
0: yeah, I think he was Barrel. But it was yeah, him, Catherine O'Hara and somebody else, I don't remember. But I
1: have to look it up. So Pee
0: Wee's Big Adventure. Uh that being said, I'll put it I'll put it at D. Because I, like, cause, like, I don't hate Pee Wee Herman like you do, but it wasn't, I, I didn't like the movie. I, I still didn't like it. It just felt like it focused, I hate the movies that, like, take a well known, like, comedic character and, like, focus on strictly that throughout the whole movie. You know? Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, you know how goofy this character is? That's going to be the main plot point of this whole damn movie. I, just, I hate movies that do that.
1: Oh, we were wrong. What? Okay, Beryl was voiced by Danny Elfman himself.
0: Oh, yeah. Because I forgot Paul Dan-
1: Rubens was Locke, and then Catherine O'Hara was Shock.
0: Yeah, because with uh, Danny Elfman, he was also the singing voice for Jack. Oh, Chris I love- Sarandon was the speaking voice.
1: I love Danny Elfman.
0: I think they only did that- They did Danny Elfman for the singing voice and Chris Sarandon for the speaking voice is because they sounded similar. But we rewatched the movie like the other night. I could definitely tell the difference. Mm -hmm. Like you didn't if you listen closely, you didn't tell the difference between voices.
1: Shock, lock and barrel are boogies boys for any of you uncultured swine.
0: Tell me how you really feel.
1: Which I think is a little bit weird because technically shock is a girl.
0: Oh, yeah. Did they They straight up just call them Oogie's Boys, even though one's, one's a girl? Oogie's Boys. Oogie's Boys and girl.
1: Oogie's Boys. How Stop dare you misgender them?
0: It is 2022.
1: Well, I mean, that movie came out a long time ago.
0: Yeah, that was what, 93?
1: Yeah. <laughs> that movie's older than I am.
0: All right. next on this list. Beetlejuice.
1: S. I love Beetlejuice.
0: S. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I was telling, like I told you the other day. I always forget the beginning of the movie. Like whenever I think of the movie, I always remember it from like the time the Deetses show up onward.
1: Yeah, I yeah I do too because and I think part of that is that the first like the not first half
0: but like like fifteen minutes.
1: Yeah, the first fifteen to twenty five minutes of the movie feels kind of like a fever dream. <laughs> it just
0: feels like really slow, and it's them like, oh, look at our happy life. Oh no, we're dead now.
1: Yeah, and then they like have to figure out how to survive or not survive, but like. And anyway, S. Beetlejuice is great.
0: Starring a very young Winona Ryder.
1: A very young Winona she Ryder. She was
0: 16? Do we? Was that right? Yes. 16 when she was in movie? Yes, because
1: we were talking about it and I decided that Winona Ryder and um, Christina Ricci are the, the queens of Scream.
0: The queens of Scream? Yeah. Oh yeah, they spent their whole lives being the princesses spooky of spook. bitches.
1: Says the living can't see the dead. It says the living often ignore the strange and unusual. While well, I, I myself, myself am strange, strange and, and unusual.
0: S tier. Um. All right. Next on this list, Batman, nineteen eighty nine. So the first first of Tim Burton's Batman movies. This is the one with Michael Keaton as Batman. So I thought. Okay. Jack Nicholson is the. Oh Joker. my
1: god! S. Jack Nicholson is my second favorite Joker uh, of all time. S.
0: It is. Like you said, I put I forgot what I put Batman Forever as, but I would definitely put 1989 Batman at S tier because it's one of my it's probably one of my all time favorite Batman movies. I Only lied. close close to the Dark Knight trilogy.
1: I lied. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> did you like how I had to reboot my brain just there?
0: Right, you went somewhere else. Yeah,
1: I really did. Um Jack Nicholson is my favorite live action joker.
0: Not nah, Heath Ledger?
1: Listen, I loved Heath Ledger, but I loved the silliness in Jack Nicholson's character.
0: I, I can't really compare Heath Ledger's Joker to Jack Nicholson's Joker because they play two completely different Jokers.
1: Well, right, but even still, like Jack Nicholson told Heath Ledger, do not do this role. It's too dark. You will lose yourself in it. Mm-hmm. And look what happened.
0: You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight?
1: Oh, love that line. I just love Jack, but...
0: It was definitely a great Batman movie, for sure. We
1: were talking about Jack Nicholson, me and my brother, because I was watching Witches of Eastwick, which if you've never seen it, you should. It's a fucking amazing movie.
0: I think I might have seen it at some point, but it's been years.
1: But Jack Nicholson plays Satan, Mm -hmm. and my brother goes, ah, yes, who better to play the devil than the devil himself?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, And I was like,
1: you know what? Show me the lie. (laughs) Let's
0: see. All right. Moving on. S tier, right? Yes, S tier. Uh, Edward Scissorhands is next.
1: (gasps) S, S, S. I love Uh, Edward Scissorhands.
0: I'll put it at A.
1: I want a divorce.
0: (laughs) Well, again, like, I love the movie. It's not my favorite Tim Burton movie.
1: Well, it's not my favorite either, but it's still S tier.
0: Like, I would definitely... There's other movies I'd put above it, but... Edward Scissorhands, it's still a great movie.
1: I mean, we all know what my favorite Tim Burton movie is, but...
0: They actually... I think they did a Super Bowl commercial related around Edward Scissorhands. Because it was an ad for, like, a self... It was a car commercial for, like, a self-driving car. And the whole premise of it was that, you know, Edward Scissorhands, he had a son that was trying to do a bunch of stuff, but he couldn't because he had, you know, knife hands and everything. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, his mom, Winona Ryder, got him, like, a new car... And It was like you know, she pressed a button and the car started driving itself.
1: I do remember that. Yeah,
0: you remember that, but yeah, Edward Scissorhands. Eh.
1: God, I love her knowing writer.
0: Uh, next on this list, Batman Returns. So eh. this is the second one that still had Michael Keaton, I believe, but then I also had Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman and Danny DeVito as Penguin. Ooh. Ooh.
1: S. S. Yeah. For Danny DeVito alone.
0: <laughs> yeah, Danny DeVito killed it.
1: Do you know he kept part of the... He kept, like, the whole penguin.
0: Oh, I thought I saw something about that. I thought he just said he just kept the nose. I think he said...
1: Oh, yeah, he kept the nose, but he has, like, a full-size penguin replica of him as the penguin.
0: I mean, why wouldn't you?
1: I mean, he's fucking Danny DeVito. He's,
0: he's Danny DeVito. He can do whatever he wants.
1: I... Oh, my God, I love Danny DeVito. Long live
0: Danny DeVito. Long live I, the king. I will say, I don't know if I'm ever going to talk about this again but Danny DeVito uh, he directed another one of my favorite movies Matilda that I absolutely love.
1: Love Matilda.
0: That I would definitely put at S tier. I
1: forgot he directed that.
0: Yeah he directed I think he produced and starred.
1: Yeah he was the dad.
0: Yeah Matilda is still one of my all-time favorite movies.
1: That might be the first thing I saw Danny DeVito in.
0: Was Matilda. Mm -hmm. I think that's my first thing too. That and uh, whatever the movie he he did with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is the one where they're like twin brothers or something.
1: Oh, I have no idea. I don't like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Not even in Kindergarten Top? No. Terminator? I can't. I hate it, the Terminator movies.
0: Even Jingle All the Way?
1: I hate that movie. Pull the cookie down! Now! That, ah! mo- that movie's so dumb.
0: <laughs> Jingle All the Way? Yes. Um, yeah, but it's good.
1: No, it is not.
0: I don't know. Maybe I'm a little biased because you know the movie was filmed in Minnesota. Yeah, there's a, there's, I've lived
1: here all my life. The movie sucks.
0: There's that whole whole scene they literally film in Mall of America.
1: In the '90s peak Mall of America time.
0: Yeah, every time I watch that scene, I'm just like, God, look at that old Legoland.
1: Right, and it was still Camp Snoopy.
0: It, like the mall was so different. God, <laughs> but uh, anyway, where were we? Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, S. Yes. Uh, next, Ed Wood.
1: I don't think I ever saw it.
0: I'll say I'll put it NA because I don't remember it.
1: Yeah, I think, I, never saw I, think
0: it. I think that's another one with uh, Johnny Depp. It might be. I don't know if I'm thinking of the right movie, but
1: is this on your list? But no, I don't think it's a Tim Burton movie. Uh, another on. good Johnny Depp movie is *The Secret Window*.
0: Secret Window. I keep mm-hmm. seeing that out there. I don't know if it's a Tim Burton movie.
1: I don't think it is, but oh my god, is it good.
0: Anyway, so and Edwin, I put it N-A. Yeah, N-A. I haven't seen it. Next one. <laughs> Mars Attacks. S. D. D? Okay, explain yourself.
1: Because it was fucking, it was fucking stupid. Stoop, 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 stoop.
0: It was a movie based off of baseball cards. Stupid. Or not baseball cards, but like like, Bodom, like, weird trading cards. But I, I love the movie. I think because parts of it are so stupid, oh I God, love it, was it so, so much. so dumb.
1: But I, okay, so in all fairness, though, I say this about Mars Attacks, but I fucking love Killer Clowns from Outer Space.
0: I think in that one, that's Jet Nipson's in that one,
1: too. In Mars Attacks?
0: Yeah, he's the president.
1: Is he the one that gives the whole speech about coming in peace just to get shot in the face?
0: Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He does that whole thing. He's giving the whole speech to one of the aliens. Like,
1: we can live together in harmony or some shit. And the alien was like, And then mm, they straight up nah.
0: shoot him right through like the chest or whatever. And then there's a little flag, a little alien flag that pops out of his chest at the end. And it's just, I don't know. It's dumb. It is dumb, but it's very nostalgic for me. And I love it. Like, I have so many memories of watching Mars Attacks because it was on, like, all the time when I was growing up.
1: I could see your dad watching shit like that, too.
0: I think my dad loves Mars Attacks.
1: That does not surprise me even a little (laughs) bit.
0: (laughs) All right. Next on this list, Sleepy Hollow.
1: Is this the Sleepy Hollow with Johnny Depp and Christina Ricci or the original Sleepy Hollow?
0: I believe it's the one with Johnny Depp.
1: That one I have not seen, but the original, (smack) chef's kiss.
0: Uh, this one with Johnny Depp, I definitely put it at A tier, because it's you know it's a great retelling of the whole Headless Horseman tale.
1: I'm currently watching the Sleepy Hollow TV series on Hulu though, and let me tell you something. Ichabod Crane could get it.
0: <laughs> I mean, he could get all that, but he can't get his head on straight.
1: Ichabod Crane is not the Headless Horseman death the four horsemen of the apocalypse yeah but he got his head chopped
0: off in the original story
1: in the original story
0: the headless horseman came for him
1: in the original story he was killed by the headless horseman but he was not the headless horseman
0: well yeah no that's what i'm saying ichabod crane loses his head because he gets it gets well okay the headless horseman
1: okay it depends on what original story we're going with because the original original story ichabod crane just disappeared and was never seen again and, and they found a pumpkin where his foot tracks had stopped.
0: My first experience with that whole story is that the old Disney movie so like the Disney animation that came out in like the 40s. Oh yeah. yeah. You know that one. The one that came out in like 1949. Mm-hmm. That's my first experience with any sleepy, sleepy Um Halloween.
1: No so I just listened well not just it was a few weeks ago probably but one of the podcasts I listened to one of the um, humans that hosts it talks about paranormal shit mm-hmm. and that was one of the stories they covered with sleepy hollow and ichabod crane and fun fact ichabod crane was actually based on a real person named ichabod crane but his personality was based on a different person
0: <laughs>
1: oh, okay <laughs> so the the guy who originally wrote sleepy hollow or the tale of the headless horseman or whatever loved the name ichabod crane so ichabod crane was like an army sergeant or somebody like very well respected and had a really good reputation, yeah. But his personality was based off the town fool, <laughs> <laughs> and he, the real Ichabod Crane, hated that.
0: <laughs> now I wouldn't be surprised if like the headless horseman was based off anything. The like, headless horseman so-
1: is su- the headless horseman is supposed to be death.
0: Oh, is it? One of
1: the horsemen of the apocalypse.
0: I would think it was just based off some actual person who was going around Mm -hmm. in, like, olden times, just chopping people's heads off.
1: Nope. The headless horseman is represented.
0: (laughs) I don't know why, but I just thought of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Like, you remember the part where there's that old guy and he's doing, like, the whole thing with, like, King Arthur? He's done a whole thing, and then the, that guy just comes out by on a horse, just <laughs> slices his fucking neck. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> just doing the serious picture then that.
1: I also, help, help, I'm being repressed. <laughs> I love that movie. Come see the
0: violence inherent in the system. Help, help, I'm being repressed. <laughs> All right. So, I forget. What did we say for Sleepy Hollow? S. S? Okay, S. Uh, Also,
1: just the story of Sleepy Hollow alone fascinates me. It's like Salem. It's one of those places that I'm like drawn to, but I don't really know why.
0: I think it's the same time period, isn't it? Sleepy Hollow? Roughly the same time period.
1: Uh, 1800s, I think. So yeah, maybe.
0: Uh, okay. Next on this list, Planet of the Apes.
1: Uh, B. B. I liked Planet of the Apes, but it was too, like, I can't, it was too end of the world y for me.
0: Uh, I think this is the one with mark Wahlberg in it
1: well i don't like mark Wahlberg, so uh
0: let's see 2001 is this the right one i'm looking for
1: there he is marky mark
0: yeah so this is the 2001 he was caesar no he was no you're thinking of the other you're thinking of like the 2017 2018 this is the 2001 movie
1: Okay, then I take that back. N.A., I never saw it.
0: There's, like, so many different Planet of the Apes. God damn it.
1: I like the new Planet of the Apes movies. I just, like I said, they're too end-of-the-worldly for me, and I can't. I like them, but I don't love them.
0: Oh. Michael Clark Duncan was Atar, R.I.P. Do you remember who that is? No. Have you seen Green Mile? No. Like, you don't remember that movie at all? Or that guy?
1: Oh, yeah, he looks familiar.
0: Yeah, Green Mile, he was, uh... Yeah, uh, what's his face? Is
1: Helena Bottom Carter in that one?
0: Yeah, Planet of the Apes. Yeah. She was Ari.
1: Oh. I I shouldn't be surprised that she was in a Tim Burton movie, but I just love her.
0: <laughs> I was going say, Helena Bottom Carter in the Tim Burton movie? That's also, a shocker.
1: I love her name, Helena Bottom Carter.
0: Right, like if you're gonna be an actor, you, that's the name you're gonna want to. It just
1: with. sounds. It just sounds. It's just such a bouncy name, you and know. Is it Helena British Bonham too? Carter? I believe so.
0: So she literally introduces herself like, "Hello, I'm Helena Boldham Carter."
1: That wasn't a great British accent, but yeah, essentially. I
0: know that was terrible, but
1: I killed Sirius Black.
0: Oh yeah, she was Bellatrix.
1: Bellatrix strange.
0: <sighs> uh, but yeah, this one, two thousand one. This is the one where, at the end, Mark Wahlberg shows up at like the Washington, or the Lincoln Monument, and he turns around and the whole Lincoln Monument has changed to like an ape. Yeah. like The ending is, the apes have taken over Earth.
1: I'm pretty sure that's why I didn't see it.
0: Because that literally how the movie ends. It's the apes have taken over the Earth, and then...
1: Not that I have anything against apes, because arrested. I believe in evolution, but also that's too end-of-the-worldly for me, and my anxiety can't handle he it.
0: Gets, you get subdued by ape police. But, I don't know. Uh, This one i put a D, just because, you know, the more I think about Mark Wahlberg, the less of a fan I am.
1: I do not like Mark Wahlberg.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I'll put it at D, because it wasn't... There have definitely been better Planet of the Apes. Like, the one with uh, James Franco, I think it is? Was he in... Well, whatever the new one was. The one where, uh... God, what's his name? Uh, Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis did the motion capture for Caesar.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: Whichever one that is. is I don't it remember. 2011. Yeah, this or no, that's Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, James Franco was in that one. Andy Serkis was Caesar. And if you don't know who Andy Serkis is, you need to educate yourself because he is a. He is if a you don't know God. who Andy
1: Serkis is, first of all, how very dare you? Yeah, Second so, of all, what are you doing with your life?
0: So many different credits to his name. He does a lot of motion capture. Uh, Venom Planet of the Apes Lord of the Rings He was Gollum he That's was, where he, I
1: know him from
0: Uh he Lord was of in, the Rings. He was in the Avengers Uh uh-uh. uh And Black Panther Well Avengers Age of Ultron And Black Panther
1: Oh did he do the motion capture For Black Panther?
0: No That was totally Chowder Boseman And the rest of that He was uh It was CGI No Andy Serkis was uh, One of the Main henchmen I forget his name
1: what are the main henchmen?
0: I I can't think of... I can't think of his name, but... Oh, r and anyway. Chadwick Boseman. Anyway, Planet of the Apes D. <laughs> uh, moving on. Big Fish. I never saw it. I don't remember it either. N.A. Okay, moving on. Moving
1: on. Thank you, next.
0: Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. This is Tim Burton's take on the whole Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory.
1: Okay, so... I know I said most of these were going to be A or S tier.
0: You have strong opinions about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory.
1: I don't have strong opinions. I just preferred Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory
0: like, there because
1: is... I'm obsessed with Gene Wilder.
0: I do get that. Like there is stuff I really like about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I like the Tim Burtonness of it.
1: I do but... like the Tim Burtonness of it, and I do like Johnny Depp's portrayal of Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: just how unhinged he is. He was
1: unhinged
0: everything in this room is edible even i'm edible but that dear children is called cannibalism and is a fact frowned upon in most societies
1: (laughs) i quote that line all the time i love that movie (laughs) um i do love the movie but the kids i feel like were a little extra obnoxious and that turned me off to it a little bit i think
0: like veruca was a little too much of a bitch yeah Like, she was, they definitely took her to, a like, a new level in this. And
1: I I don't love what they did with the grandparents, because the whole magic of the first movie was that his grandparents didn't walk.
0: Well, yeah, they did that in this one, too. Did they? Yeah, they were I all felt like they were, all... And then, all of a sudden, Grandpa Joe, you know, after spending years in bed, suddenly sees a golden ticket, and he's up and at him.
1: Oh, maybe I'm misremembering the movie. I don't know. I, I prefer the first one. Well, because the first the one, original.
0: Grandpa Joe gets up and he's, he does that song. Mm. You know, does I've got a dole then take it. Yeah. But in the Tim Burton one, he literally just says, yippee, does a little jade, and then that's it.
1: Yeah, I do like the Oompa Loompa songs better in the remake, though.
0: Because they're all different. Yeah. Like, they're all unique to the child. Yeah. Whereas in the original, the Gene Wilder one, they're all literally the same. Just, you know, with different lyrics.
1: oop ba loop doop dee doo
0: Augustus Gloop, Augustus Gloop The great big needy nincompoop Augustus Gloop the so big and vile, said so greedy, foul and infantile. Come on, we cried. The time is right to send him shooting up the pipe. But don't dear children be alarmed. Augustus Gloop will not be harmed. Augustus Gloop will not be harmed.
1: I did like that in the, the remake, they kind of let you know like these kids are going to be fine. Because the, first, the original movie just let you think that they all died.
0: I do like in the Tim Burton one, they actually spend a little more time on each kid. Yeah, like they do, like background, like where they're from and what their personality is. Whereas yeah. in the in the original, they spend like very little time.
1: And I don't remember which one, but the line in both movies was different because one movie was "You're turning violet, violet," but then in one of them, I swear to God, it was "Violet, you're turning violet."
0: I think that was the, that was the Tim Burton one.
1: Yeah. 'Cause he said violet like three times and we're like okay, you're turning we violet. Get it.
0: Violet and then yeah in a Burton one I believe they said violet, you're turning violet. Yeah, there's definitely turn her
1: a big old blueberry. <laughs> big old blueberry. Bring my big old beer.
0: <laughs> bring me my big old beer. But uh definitely put this one at A. I like it. I prefer the original.
1: Yeah, I'll give it a B.
0: Because nothing can beat the
1: like it's all there, black and white. You lose. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. <laughs> I love Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder could play an unhinged character too, though, no because thing. he was in—was um, it Young Frankenstein? Yes. Whose brain is this? <laughs> uh, Abby something. Abby normal. Abby. I, put I put an, an abnormal, abnormal brain, brain. in a seven-foot seven foot tall. <laughs> tall. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> I love Young Frankenstein. We gotta find that. We don't We watch do. We it. need to watch that. Uh,
0: anyway, moving on. Alfredo, uh, where'd you put it?
1: Uh, B. B?
0: Yeah. Does he prefer the original as well? Yes. Uh, next one, Corpse Bride. S. <laughs> I'll put it at A.
1: And Corpse Bride ties into my Frankenweenie theory.
0: Oh, yeah. I suppose we can explain that now.
1: So there's a theory on the interwebs. I did not pull this out of my ass, although I would love to take credit for it. I cannot. But there's a theory that the child and the dog in Frankenweenie are the man and the skeleton dog in Corpse Bride, and also Jack and Zero in Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: Yeah, because basically, it's the whole thing of like, the kid grows up to be the guy in Corpse Bride, the dog at some point dies and becomes a skeleton in that universe, and then at some point moves on and becomes Zero.
1: Then when, what is, because I remember the corpse bride's name is Emily. Victor, right?
0: Yeah, Victor.
1: Yeah, because then the theory is that Victor ends up becoming Jack. Because all three characters are kind of tall and lanky, and then all three dogs are similar in shape.
0: Well, I suppose the tall and lanky thing, you can't really use that as a fair argument, because most Most Tim Burton characters characters are are tall and lanky. lanky.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I feel like Victor and Jack especially were, like, freakishly tall and lanky.
0: And I'm sure there are a lot of people like, oh, but they all have different names, blah, blah, blah.
1: It's just a theory that I happen to like. Is it real? Probably not.
0: It's just a lot of people like to think that the whole Tim Burton animated universe is connected.
1: And I do love the idea the that TBC. Frank and Weenie became Zero because Zero is best boy. I love Zero. So, One of my slippers is Zero. Where did you put it? S.
0: S? Yeah. I'll put it at S. That's fair. Uh, next, Sweeney Todd.
1: <gasps> S! Yeah, definitely I S love here. Sweeney Todd. Great... I love a serial killer mus- music musical moment. Love it.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, what other musicals do you know out there that are about serial killers?
1: And it's just, it's so dark and so gross and just also Johnny Depp.
0: I think <laughs> there is one point, I forget what the song is, but uh, and this might just be Jack or Johnny Depp's speaking voice, but at one point I swear he sounds like Jack Sparrow. Yeah. The point, or like somebody hands him some liquid and he's like, "Smells like piss," and mm-hmm. like he straight up sounds like Jack Sparrow, and I think that's just his speaking voice.
1: Yes, Helena Bonham Carter was in that one too, wasn't she?
0: Yeah, she's like one of the main people. Yeah, I thought. I mean, like any other Tim Burton movie, Helena Bonham Carter is going to be the main person. Yeah, if
1: it's a Tim Burton movie, there's a good chance that it will star. Maybe not so much now, but back in the day, there was a good chance it would star Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter.
0: I mean, Tim Burton is still around, and Johnny Depp finally got all his business figured out, so we could literally...
1: Fuck Amber Heard. Seriously. Literally, I hope she steps on coals.
0: I hope she steps on a bee. (laughs)
1: was the facial expression for me (laughs) and then my dog stepped on a b (laughs) fucking you actual clown get it together
0: anyway uh s tier you said yes all right s uh s for sweeney alice in waterland Ooh, a a yeah a I mean, I definitely It was did. a
1: great movie. Don't get me wrong. It was darker. I feel like they could have made it just 15 minutes longer and captured the entire book.
0: Like I'll put it at A, two because it was definitely nice to see, like, a, a more serious, like, a little bit more darker version of Alice, but it was still very Disney.
1: It, yes, it touched more on the darkness of the mental illness that is very obvious in the book, um, but it was not over the top. You know yeah, what I mean? Like
0: I said, it's... You know, it's it's still very Disney. Yeah. You know, the mouse got his grubby little fingers all over it. Blowed the door.
1: Oh, No. The mouse. <laughs> hey, take that up with the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> fucked up, you did. That is not a phone call I want. Mmm. Fucked up, you <laughs> did. Fucked up, you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, a. I get A.
0: A. Yeah. Uh, all right. Dark shadows. Now this is the one where Johnny Depp's like a vampire, right? Yes.
1: So the first time I saw this movie, F.
0: You didn't like
1: it? I did not like it. The second, third, and then pre- fourth time I saw this movie, A tier. Uh-huh. I was too young to understand it the first time.
0: I'll put it at B. Just I don't know, Just the way Johnny Depp looked in that movie, I could not get past.
1: You can't blame the...
0: Ugh. Like, he just looked way too, like, cartoony of a vampire. You know, like, more of a cartoony vampire.
1: That was the point. He was from, like, the 1700s.
0: You just, I don't know. I couldn't get past it.
1: Oh, the rest of the movie eight great. A tier. Love that movie.
0: But I saw this thing. It was people talking about, like, ranking Tim Burton movies, and it, I guess a lot of people didn't quite like it when they came out because they said, and I quote, people got tired of seeing Johnny Depp play dress-up.
1: First of all, Johnny Depp is a chameleon. How very dare you? Because
0: that was like, what, the thousandth movie he like was in makeup as something completely different
1: well okay because if if i remember correctly he did dark shadows charlie and the chocolate factory and a couple or couple more movies where he's like a character
0: i was gonna say, was he filming, all kind
1: of at the same time was
0: he filming any of the pirates at that time because i can't imagine him like I, going through all that makeup to be a vampire and then stripping all that down to be jack sparrow
1: I don't remember. I don't remember where the first Pirates came out.
0: But, no, Dark Shadows, uh, you know what? I'll put it at
1: A. I love that movie. Trisha I just recently watched that movie again, too.
0: Because, like I said, they had never I mean, seen it. I can't really get past how Johnny Depp looks in this, but the movie itself is great. Yeah. Next one, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children.
1: Um, I will put that at B. I'll
0: put that at B, too, because I, I haven't seen it. all of it.
1: I liked it, but I felt like it had more potential. I think it was—I think the problem was that it was a good movie, but it was so hyped mm-hmm. that I had my expectations way too high.
0: But yeah, I'll put it at B because I don't—I haven't seen all of it yet. Last on this list,
1: the 2019 live-action remake
0: of Dumbo.
1: Okay, first of all, you know how I feel about Dumbo.
0: I know you like elephants.
1: I love elephants. <laughs> The 2019 remake of Dumbo, fucking S+. plus, Top tier, best Dumbo ever, come at me Disney movies. Come at me Mickey Mouse. The 2019 remake of Dumbo is better than the original animated version.
0: Interesting. I'll put it at NA because I haven't seen it yet. I want a do more source Like I've heard, I've heard a lot of people like it, but I just I haven't watched it. No, yet. so
1: here's the thing: that movie fucking slapped. And my uncle took me and Maddie to go see it.
0: Yeah, I remember that he took you guys to go see it.
1: I cried the whole movie. It started sad. It was sad in the middle, and it ended sad, but it ended good. And it was oh, love Dumbo. How
0: I mean, since you've seen it, how faithful is it to let's say like the original animated? I mean, obviously with the live action, it takes some liberties, but...
1: It honestly followed the same story pretty closely. It went in a little bit more in depth about like the separation from his mom. They drugged out, out a little bit, and I felt like that was unnecessary because was, it hurt my feelings.
0: <laughs> was there a Pink Elephants on Parade part?
1: Yes, I think so. It was a long time ago when I saw this Is, movie. That's
0: the one main thing I remember from the original.
1: Yes, there was Pink Elephants on Parade, but it wasn't as... Drug induced. It
0: wasn't as trippy. Yeah, was it? Because I think, from what I remember, did they did they not do the song, but they like actually showed like like a pink elephant or something, uh, like some reference to that.
1: Oh, no, I think they did the song. Hold on, let me look it up. Yeah, no, they did the whole sequence. Oh, All right. A whole minute and fifty nine seconds. Song by none other than the Danny Elfman himself. Oh. I love him. Love him. We'll play it when we're done recording because I think you need to see it. Especially since the original Pink Elephants on Parade traumatized you as a child. What'll
0: I do? What an unusual view. I can stand the sight of worms and look at my Christopher Germs, but technicolor pachyderms are really too much for me.
1: Yeah. See, your Pink Elephants on Parade was my James and the Giant Peach.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't really scared of it. I was just like, I didn't. I totally did not understand what that was as a kid, but then, like, as a teenager, I rewatched it, and I was like,
1: oh,
0: <laughs> they're fucked up.
1: What kind of drugs do you have to be on to enjoy this?
0: What kind of drugs are you on, and where can I get some?
1: Yeah, right? Like, the fucking Skrillex versus, was it?
0: Skrillex versus uh, Mozart. No, yeah, it was, it no, was Mozart. No, it wasn't
1: Mozart. It was, um.
0: Mozart versus, yeah, Mozart versus Skrillex. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah you're right, you're right.
0: Because I was thinking Beethoven. I'm like, no, that's not right. What
1: kind of trucks do you have to take to enjoy this? It's one of my favorite epic rap battles. Right. I could, that's a YouTube rabbit hole. I could go down to any day of the week.
0: Well, I mean, you could easily catch up because they haven't uploaded anything in like a while.
1: Yeah, I know. Let's see, it was, so it was.
0: Well, I think they took a break, epic rap battles. They took a break because, you know, they needed to recharge. And now yeah. they're only releasing like one every couple months.
1: I liked Cleopatra versus Marilyn Monroe. Um, Joan of Arc versus Miley Cyrus. Hitler versus Stalin. And then somehow Rasputin got it thrown in there.
0: <laughs> no, it, was, it wasn't it was Hitler. It was other Russian leaders. It was Stalin versus... Uh, Garbuchar? No. No, Stalin versus Rasputin, Gorbachev, and then Gorbachev tear down in.
1: this wall.
0: It was basically a bunch of different, like, Russian leaders with ending didn't, with Putin.
1: Didn't Hitler and—I'm pretty sure Hitler and Stalin had one, too.
0: I think they did one with Hitler, but—
1: Or was it— No, they did
0: Darth Vader versus Hitler.
1: Was it Darth Vader? Okay. I
0: think so. Oh, well,
1: I know there was one, but I thought—
0: Vader versus Hitler. Yeah, that was like one of their first.
1: Oh, yeah. I like that one, too, actually.
0: But uh, let me see. As long as I'm looking this up. Stalin. Yeah, Rasputin versus Stalin. Yeah. And then... And then it
1: ended up being, like, all of the (laughs) leaders of the USSR.
0: Yeah, right. It was... If I can find it. Yeah. So Rasputin versus Stalin. And then... Vladimir Lenin, uh, Mikhail Gorbachev, and then Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Who is the current leader and, you know, current psychopath in control.
1: Yeah, he, talk about unhinged.
0: I don't want, I, I could say more about Vladimir Putin, but honestly, the Russians are probably listening and I don't want to get shot.
1: No comment. <laughs> no
0: comment. Because, <laughs> you know, they're li- probably listening to, Like, they're going to somehow listen to this podcast, like, Dickamote. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dark cars blow up for no reason. <laughs> I wish I could remember the line from... There's just a
0: note on our cars that says, Next time, what would you say, comrade? Uh, but anyway, met <laughs> a Tim Burton movie. <laughs> 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 Completely sidetracked there.
1: I would like to say that was your fault, but I'm pretty sure that was mine.
0: Well, yeah, because you started talking about epic rap battles. Well,
1: because we were talking about elephants on parade.
0: And then Gerards and then all of a sudden you got onto Hitler versus...
1: Oh yeah, that was my fault, because I went into Skrillex versus Mozart. Okay.
0: Right, But, uh, anyway, Dumbo. S tier. S tier?
1: S tier plus.
0: Oh, right. Well, I think that's all we got for Tim Burton movies. Uh, You know, while the man himself isn't, you know, the best person around, his movies are always always pretty top tier. And in all
1: fairness, he's not like... From what I have seen and read and heard, he's not, like, a bad guy. He's just... He likes things a specific way.
0: Yeah. And it might be, like, a disability thing. And I feel like... I'm pretty like, sure he has some kind of...
1: I feel like he's got a touch of the tism.
0: I was gonna say. It might, it might he, be... He might
1: lot. be on the spectrum. Don't, like, quote me on that, because that's pure speculation. Because,
0: from what I heard from number before Christmas, I guess somebody wanted, you know, suggested an idea... And instead of Tim Burton just straight up saying no, he got so angry at the idea, he kicked a hole in the wall. Yeah, that sounds about right. So I don't know. I, I think guess.
1: he just likes things to be a specific way and he has a vision in his head. And I mean, look at everything he's done. I feel like at this point he deserves to be have his visions. You know what I mean?
0: Uh anyway, yeah. I guess As that's I continue
1: our... to stick my foot in his pocket.
0: <laughs> I guess that'll be our episode on Tim Burton movies. Uh, like I said, I have I have this whole list here. I have this list of ones I need to watch. Ones that, you know, everyone needs to watch, and ones that, you know, you can probably just avoid. I suppose with that being said, I'd call this an episode.
1: Happy spoopy season.
0: If uh you guys have any favorite Timber movies, let me know on social medias, link in the link tree in the description. But with that being said, you know, drink plenty of water, stay positive out there, and as always, I will see you in the next episode. Nerd. Oh, talk, talk,
1: talk, 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 talk.